Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode three in the book, 1 Corinthians. Uh, yesterday, we talked about God being my co-pilot and asking, do we have enough resources and enough gifts and how long are they going to last and who's going to sustain me to the end? And with this provision, what should I be doing with this? Well, today he's going to tell you with the provision that he's given you, what should we be doing? And that is, he's going to address a topic of unity and leadership. And he's saying there's quarreling and division and disunity and disagreement among the people of God because they're asking this question, who is the boss of me? That's the title for today. So listen in here. This is divisions in the church uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree that there be no divisions among you, and that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported, reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. What I mean is that each of one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanas, but beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of his power. So here's the problem today, is we don't want to empty the cross of its power, and there's two things that we can get wrong here today in this quarreling division disunity thing. All right, so what is the kingdom of? And the question is, is this a kingdom of people followers? Is it a kingdom of people followers primarily? Now, God certainly loves uh loves the church enough to give himself for it. In fact, he gives himself a lot of these great qualifications. He's not divided. He has unity. He has unity with the Father. He prayed for unity uh, uh, at the Last Supper and what's called the, the high priestly prayer in John chapter 17. And his prayer was that they all be one, that we would all be one. One like us, he's saying, uh, in, in using the Trinity as an example, and even one with us. So he wants us kind of a part of this Trinity party that he's having. So separation from the people to God, people of God is related to the separation from God. Why? Because Christ is not divided. It's a godly characteristic. He's unified, and we should be unified too. And secondly, Christ warned you about it, so this is this is nothing new. And that Christ was crucified and left this cross of great power. And if I get this wrong, I can actually empty the cross of its power. So it's so this is important. All right, there's something in this passage that I find incredibly curious. So he's saying, and and this is the way I've seen this passage looked at before primarily, is don't just be a people follower. Don't say, I follow Paul or I follow Apollos or whoever the person is in your city or whoever the guy is on TV. Say, I follow this, I follow Billy Graham or whatever. And then he also says at the end of that list, don't also be a guy who says, I follow Christ. Well, that's that's crazy. What he's saying is, don't just be a guy who follows Christ. Well, why is that? Because he wants us to be 
On one hand, he doesn't want us to be people flowers. On the other hand, he does want us to be people followers. Why is that? Because he, God loves his church. And so he's provided for his church. He's provided leaders to go with it and help it. You should have leaders in your church. Every church in every locale has been appointed leaders, elders, overseers, shepherds, and teachers. All That's all kind of one office, different names for the same thing. And why is that? All those, that one office is there in your church. Why? To help you. So shouldn't you have a, a, a church of people that maybe have more experience you and that are more studied in the words and that have a shepherd's heart? So if you're a person that says, you know, I just follow this one guy, there's an error in that. But if you also say, I just follow Christ and I don't have a leader in my church, that is, I don't have a church home, I just watch on TV or something, you're saying is, you, you could be saying, I don't have submission to the one thing that God loves the most. What is that? It's his church. And in that church, he's put himself protectors of that church, of the of the flock. And you could be saying, hey, I don't put myself under the protection of the soldier that God has put over the church right now. So I'm not under any leadership. So so you could be saying, I'm not subject to anything. I'm not, I'm going to use the word, here it is, get ready for it, submissive to anyone. I'm not submissive to anyone who serves as an appropriate servant or shepherd. Maybe somebody who's been in the faith longer. Maybe somebody that knows more. Maybe that someone's been recognized for certain gifts uh, of wisdom in teaching. Someone, uh, if you're like that and you don't have a church home and a church leader, you have placed yourself at risk to fall away. You've placed yourself at risk to harden your heart by the deceitfulness of sin. So I think this passage is saying two things. It's saying, number one, don't be just following a leader like that's everything. I'm thinking about this on a scale. Like, think of this as a scale of one to ten. If one is... I just follow a a particular person. And then 10 is, well, I just follow God. Both of those extremes have risks. I think God wants us to be a five on that scale of one to 10, is yes, we absolutely should have a leader that we name and uh, are in subject uh, to. On the other hand, we should be following Christ primarily and we shouldn't, this person shouldn't be a 10 in our life, they should be a five uh, in our life. Certainly, we shouldn't be following any leader who puts himself above God. No question about that. Uh, But don't allow the enthusiasm for a particular spiritual leader to separate you from Jesus or from other believers. Obviously, keep the main thing the main thing. Follow Christ primarily, but also do not not follow particular leaders because he's given leaders to the church. Don't Don't put yourself out there at risk to wreck yourself spiritually. So following Christ means... Being in church on Sunday means fellowship. It means service. It means being subject to and having the benefits and the protection. Don't be a person that says, I have no leader. So who is the boss of me? Obviously, Christ is the boss of all of us. Secondly, who's the boss of me? The leaders that he's given in the church. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.